With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Empower Radio presents Out of the Fog. Join intuitive guide and spiritual teacher Karen Hager for lively, positive conversation with lightworkers, healers, and dynamic wisdom keepers. Get ready for inspiration and connection. This is Out of the Fog on Empower Radio. Here's your host, Karen Hager. Hello and welcome to Out of the Fog. I'm Karen Hager. Each week at this time, we gather for spiritual conversation with enlightening guests, and I'm glad you are here. We'll be talking about Akashic Records on today's show with my guest, Melissa Feig. She believes understanding and exploring the Akashic Records helps us heal and accelerate our spiritual awakening. Working through karmic patterns, she says, can help raise our vibration and even expand consciousness. Are you ready to meet her? Melissa Fike is a writer and intuitive who leads metaphysical workshops and spiritual retreats, providing people with a path to their authentic self. She's the best-selling author of A Radical Approach to the Akashic Records, Master Your Life, Raise Your Vibration. Melissa is the creator of Activating Ascension Classes and the Akashic Records certifications that she teaches through her Spiritual Expansion Academy. You can find out more about Melissa and her work at Melissa. Fike.com and Fike is F E I C K, Melissa Fike.com. Melissa, welcome to Out of the Fog. Well, thank you so much, Karen. I'm so appreciative to be here and to share some of the stuff with your listeners. I'm gonna, I want to jump right in, like on the, on the ground floor. What are the Akashic Records? What do you mean? What is this about? So, the Akashic Records, it, they sit in the Akasha, which is a energy system. Now, there are levels to the Akashic records, and most people don't understand that there are levels. On the lower levels, on the emotional and mental planes, there are Akashic records. Those are the records that most people read when they read your past life information. And those records are pretty much written in stone. So it's, it's a very... Um, linear way and, and a more dualistic way of, of reading the records. And they, they have amazing information and very important information, especially in the last couple thousand years for us. Um, but I do want to share that I was shown about four or five years ago and Akashic Records on the quantum field. And when I started going there and working on that level, I saw a whole different experience of the Akashic Records. So I've been reading the Akashic Records forever. And, you know, I've been a spiritual teacher well over 20 years. So this is, wasn't new to me, but going to the quantum field in a more expansive way was. So it was very different from the records that I had read in the past. So there's an old way of thinking about Akashic Records like a, a library, and you can go to the shelf and take out the book called 
Karen's many past lives and flip to page 354. And there I am as a, I don't know, ballet dancer in 19th century Russia. And you read the records and you read the past lives. Is that the old way of looking at it? I love that you asked that question, Karen. I really don't believe that there's an old way or a new way. I think that we are just on our path and whatever resonates with us is where we head. And really that the way of reading the records that way is is great because some people just want to know about their past life and that's what they're interested in. And they want to know all about reincarnation. And um, that is a very limited way of seeing your um, soul's expression, let's say. So the soul expresses itself in so many different ways and past life is one of the ways. Um, So I wouldn't say it's an old way. It's just a slower way. And I'm always asking my own guides, like, how can it be faster? How can we heal faster? What, how can we ascend faster? So I'm always asking that and to be shown that information. And I think that's part of the reason why it came to me. Um, And I always believe that it comes to other people, but I don't know what they do with the information. Um, But for me, going to the Akashic Records on the quantum field is a more expansive and faster moving healing experience. And that's why it resonates with me. And that's, I think that word healing is so important because what I understand from the book is that the Akashic records at this level are alive, not set in stone, right? Not about the day in March, 1895, when I was the ballerina, but are alive and contain information that can help us heal. Can you say a little bit about that? Yeah. So because this information comes from a place of a living energy system. So the quantum field is a living energy system. When you go to the records on the mental or emotional fields, it's more of a, um, again, more linear, more connected to the earth plane with duality. And on the quantum field, it's more expansive and limitless energy. So when you go to the records there, the records are living, meaning that it's all in the now. And when you're reading the records on that level, you're experiencing the now energy of shifting larger patterns. So when I go into the records and start reading for someone, I see their patterns of um, old energy karmic patterns is what I want to say. It's more of a karmic pattern. So when you look at past lives, it's very, um, you had a life then and this time and that time, and it's very linear. Um, The living records are more available for transformation because right as soon as you start to recognize those larger patterns of maybe 20 lifetimes or hundred lifetimes, it shifts the energy. And as it shifts the energy, it recreates and rewrites your records right there, right then. So in other words, it's like going into the back end of a program on your computer and rewriting the program. It rewrites itself immediately. It doesn't take time and space to rewrite. And that's why they're um, a living energy. Because as soon as you go in there and you recognize your patterns and you heal those patterns, it rewrites it immediately. 
and changes um, multidimensionally. So when I'm working in the records, I see it multidimensionally. So it's um, healing on the mental, physical, emotional levels of self. And it's also healing your DNA, your cellular memory, and the records themselves and your genetic um, patterns. So meaning what you received from your family line. Is that kind of healing, which sounds absolutely transformational, is it available to us if we are not fully aware of our existence on all those levels, if we're not aware of the karmic pattern, if we're not aware of ourselves as existing in many different planes at the same time, does our awareness affect the kinds of healing we can receive through this work? 100%. Really, what you're looking at is going into the records and just asking the records to show you. Now, um, you don't need to heal on all those levels. So I don't need to go into your cellular memory and heal that. And the records do the healing immediately, especially if you are in alignment with the healing. And that's where it's a little bit different. If I deny that um, I hold abuse patterns and that my abuse patterns, I'm always blaming other people for everything in my life. And I'm not taking some responsibility for how I experience my abuse patterns. They're not going to be rewritten because really when we are in the Akashic Records on the quantum field, we are there to shift our imprint of who we are on a soul level and what we've experienced through many lifetimes. And it's up to us to take the energy of awareness and introspection. And that's what the gurus always talk about. Like you can't heal anything unless you're going inside and saying, oh, I see where I created part of that. Not that you were abused at a young age, that you're responsible for your abuse, but you're responsible as a 40-year-old man or woman to take that understanding and see where you're, what you're doing with that in your life now. So if you're blaming others, it's not going to shift the energy. But as soon as you go, aha, I get it. I see where I've holding on to that victim because it's serving me. It's making me feel more powerful in the victim. And then all of a sudden the records start moving and shifting and your energy shifts. So you don't need to know what's happening. The records, they do it for you. The records themselves, because it's a living energy and they go, oh, I, you get it. You're in alignment now with the next level of your higher consciousness than your lower consciousness, right? So the abuse is your lower consciousness energy and your higher consciousness is more in alignment and it just shifts. So you don't need to understand the levels. Um, you just need to allow the healing to happen. One of the things that I've seen just in, in my own work is that sometimes we are most resistant to the healing that would be the most freeing, that we on purpose don't look at the patterns that are holding us back because 
And I don't know if that's because healing would be so freeing for us or if we're just scared. So can you maybe share an example from your own practice about how these karmic patterns, how we can maybe get caught in them and how people step out of them? Great, great question. And I appreciate that, Karen. Um, So with the karmic patterns, um, they're larger patterns. So you're not looking at your belief system. So think about belief system as millions of beliefs. I mean, we probably both have, Karen, between the two of us, a million beliefs. (laughs) So what we're doing is we're looking at the larger pattern. And in order to do that, um, there are certain questions you can ask yourself. And one of them can be, how does this serve me? So how does my abuse serve me? And people don't ask those hard questions. And that is where the ego, so resistance comes from the ego, right? Our higher consciousness is the dude. I always call higher consciousness, (laughs) the dude, the dude's just hanging back, like just smoking a little pot going, Hey man, it's all good. We're cool. We're cool. Right. (laughs) And then our ego is like the little kid high on sugar running around in circles with no purpose, And so that the little kid on sugar (laughs) and we love our kids. We know that, but um, we don't want that in their ego presence. The ego is the resistor. The higher consciousness isn't our resistor. And why does our ego resist these things? Because it believes that it is safer holding on to their abuse. And I'm using abuse as an example, because I would say I have not met a client yet who does not have abuse patterns. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, that is part of our humanity. And um, when we can move past some of our abuse patterns, we really shift in major ways. So the why would the ego want to hold on to abuse? That seems a little counterproductive. But It's safer in its abuse patterns because it's what it's known. So how has it served me? And I've seen this many times. I've asked this question to um, hundreds or thousands of clients. And the answer is always so unique to them. And there's always layers to that. So it's not always one answer. But let's say someone says, um, you know, it keeps me, you know, okay, it keeps us safe. But what's, how does it really serving you? Well, it keeps me in a place that I can manipulate and control others. And as soon as they get to that depth, they're like, holy Toledo, this is crazy. And things start shifting because they never ask themselves those really hard questions, the questions the ego resists. So it's not just about the healing. It's about the questions that we're asking our egoic self in the resistance, because that's the only part of us that's resisting the healing. And it's because the ego is programmed to believe, make us believe or, or um, not make us, but, you know, um, programmed us to believe that if the body's not safe, we're not safe. And it takes us into a place of ego control, which holds us back from healing on a deeper level, because unfortunately, it's not that the ego doesn't want us to heal. It just doesn't see the, um, the gold behind the healing. Hmm. You're listening to Out of the Fog, and I'm talking with Melissa Fike. 
Her new book is A Radical Approach to the Akashic Records, Master Your Life, Raise Your Vibration. You can find out more about Melissa and her work, the classes she offers at melissafike.com. That's Melissa, F-E-I-C-K dot com. You talk in the book about this kind of work, this kind of healing with the living Akashic Records as part of our ascension path. And we were talking a little bit before we came on the air. I was just saying that this feels like a time when, yes, we're ascending, but also it's the opposite of of ascending, right? Where things get smaller, darker, tighter, weirder, stinkier, messier. What do you mean by ascension path? And how in the heck can we keep ourselves on it so that we don't go small, stinky, messy, tight? (laughs) Well, small, stinky, messy, sometimes there's gold in that. Sometimes that's the catalyst of our change. I know some of the things that I've experienced, especially in the last month even, has changed me. And um, so I do think that sometimes that's part of our um, evolution. Um, But basically what I'm looking at when we're talking about ascension, ascension from what I understand is right now we're in a, catalyst of shifts from our lower energy centers, especially our third chakra. So our third chakra holds on to fear, onto control. A lot of ego is all in that third chakra. So Mm. we're moving from the third D, third dimension, third awareness into actually our fourth chakra, which is our heart, which is the energy of oneness and love and connection. Because if you think about it, the heart is always the go between between the higher chakras and the lower chakras, Mm -hmm. right? And we can't move into our higher chakras unless our heart is more in balance and more open. And even they've even proven that the heart has the biggest energy. It's not our brain, it's our heart that exudes the the um, more expansive energy within us. So the ascension is about moving from those lower energy centers into our heart. And yeah, it is a process. The ascension isn't a um, one size fits all. We're all here at this precipice of um, expansion and creation abilities. And that's the beauty of it. Like we're moving from creating from those lower energies of wanting to make things happen and very controlling and more masculine energy of creation and marrying that masculine with the feminine heart and um, creating more from a heart centered space and more from love and oneness. Now, look, it's not always easy to see love when we're angry or um, scared. And that is a process that we are moving into. Um, So what I would say is for people to take some time and ask themselves, what fear am I still holding on to? And how does that hold me back from seeing this moment in love? And It is a practice, you know, we're not kidding when we say meditation is a practice or, or evolving as humans and in the ascension is a process. So it, you don't want to beat yourself up if you didn't do it right in the moment. Every moment 
you have the opportunity to notice when you weren't in that space and just say, okay, I wasn't in that space in that moment. And that's cool. That's okay. Like, dude, let's just understand that that is okay. But what if I did come from that place even after the fact, what would I have done differently? And so you can look at it from um, the more present moment after the fact, and that will even help you be more present in the moment. And we are, when we move into the heart, presence is really our gift. And that it comes full circle to healing, doesn't it? Because when we move into that heart presence, that is our gift, that gift of receiving and giving more of everything, healing, love, abundance, all those good things. You talk about using the Akashic Records on the quantum field to manifest. I personally believe that that we, the heart, that through that fourth chakra, it's closely tied to our ability to manifest. We manifest through the heart as well. How does working with the records on the quantum field help with manifestation in this way? Oh, I love that. So I'm actually writing a book right now on manifesting in the quantum field. So oh, no. I'm excited about that in the Akashic Records. Um, I'll give you a basic understanding. Basically, I tell people to um, go into the Akashic Records and decide what you want to create. And think of this not as manifesting, but as creation, because we are the creators of our experience. And creation, and I know if you look in the dictionary, they're very similar definitions, but energetically, I feel they're very, very different. Creation, you create energetically, it manifests in this world. Mm. And the creation energy is very expansive. So I always say, Decide what you want to create and make it very energetically open. Meaning don't say, I want a car. It has to be this, this, this. Be energetically open to what that may be. And then go into the quantum field and open up to the energy. And anytime that you feel like there's some resistance or words in your head that say, no, 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 don't do that. Or you can't deserve, you won't deserve anything like that. You wouldn't deserve something like that, excuse me. Um, then you go back into the Akashic Records and ask in the Akashic Records, what is this resistance? Where does this come from? How, you know, and look at that and then go back into the quantum field. So you're actually healing the parts of you that are resisting that expansive creation mm. abilities. Oh, I love that. I know the clock is catching us and I could go like another 21 hours, but it sounds like you're talking about the there's a, a difference between trying to force something through or willing it to happen. And from that place of our power, our wholeness, our ability as part of this living system that we're in to allow things to kind of happen organically. Is that fair to say it that way? Yes. Yes. Surrender is always your best friend. And that's the biggest egos. Ego does not like surrender. It likes to know what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. And when you go into um, the surrender or openness, it 
is harder for the ego. It gets a little resistant. And, and also your karmic patterns will hold you back from what you want to create too. And that's why I, I suggest to people go into the Kashuk records and see what's in there that's creating this um, resistance and these old karmic patterns so that you can create a different life for yourself and a different experience. Really, it's not about life. It's about experience, a different experience. Can you quickly let listeners know how they can find out more about your work, get in touch with you, find out more about the classes that you teach and the academy? And you've got a podcast going too. Can you give them all the good stuff about that? Oh, great. Yeah, I'd love to. Um, So my podcast is um, Spiritual Expansion and Ascension. That's what it's called with Melissa Fike. And um, I just really launched it in November and I just love podcasting. (laughs) I'm a little obsessed with it. So I enjoy that. And um, the other part, um, I'm actually doing a certification in the Akashic Records, a level one on uh, January 11th. So that's opened up and I have a discounted price for that actually right now. Um, Because of the 2020 energies, I I heard just, you know, help people out. Mm -hmm. And then um, also, I am on Instagram at Melissa Fike. And that's pretty much where I spend some of my time. I'm not a huge social media person. But really, um, what I love for people to do, actually, if they're interested, is I do have a divine love meditation, which is so powerful that I actually made it for free because it's all about giving and receiving, and it really helps people open their heart. And I've had people tell me that um, their life has changed from this meditation, and they can find that on my website, melissafike.com. Oh, that is wonderful. Melissa, thank you for being on the program. I really appreciate you sharing some of your experience and your knowledge with us. Thank you. Karen, you're beautiful. And I just really appreciate you taking the time to talk to me about this for your listeners to really expand their consciousness and be more centered in who they truly are. Mm. That is Melissa Fike. She's the author of A Radical Approach to the Akashic Records, Master Your Life, Raise Your Vibration. You can find out more about Melissa, her work, and you can get your free copy of that Divine Love Meditation at melissafike.com. That's Melissa, F-E-I-C-K.com. And you're always welcome over at karenhager.com. That's a great place to find out about upcoming classes and events, and you can even book a private session with me there if you are so inclined. And thank you for listening today. Together we are spreading a little more light in the world. And a little more light is always a good thing. Until next time, I'm wishing you peace. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. 
No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.